0: Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix, today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us.
1: All right. So for this morning and and tomorrow morning, you guys will be stuck with this freckled face. Um, Antonio is out of town. He is meeting again with the same people that we told that he met with last week, the reasoning I was here. So, so we are going to continue with transcending inconsistency. Today we're talking about lessons in
2: imperfection. So before we even get started, who here is a perfectionist? All right, just just us three.
3: Okay, okay, okay. Oh, so much anymore as I've gotten older, but I I always like things neat and organized. But growing out of it,
2: <sighs> trust me, I am on the journey
1: of growing out of. Uh, perfection I learned a lesson um from my son he was he was in school and he flipped out in school and uh had to get I got a phone call from the teacher and so after school when I picked him up I asked him I was like so what happened and there were a couple of different things that
2: happened. The first thing that happened was he they were playing a game and he missed the answer. And that triggered his anger. And then he was
1: coloring. He was, he, he was cutting, he was cutting something out of a paper, and he accidentally cut into the line which cut into the picture. And that triggered him. And it dawned on me at that point, if I had not had the level of self-awareness that I had at the time of this conversation, I would have flipped out on my kid. I would have flipped completely out on him. You're not supposed to do that. I, I would have I went whole left side black mom on him. And y'all know what that is. Y'all know how, y'all know, <laughs> don't you ever and what is wrong I taught you better than that but in all honesty I didn't teach him better than that. he learned from mommy that if it's not perfect you get angry you get upset and I had a conversation with him and I repeated I said repeat with mommy there's no such thing as perfection and he repeated it and I said okay repeat it again and I kept having him repeat it until I felt and he, until I felt he caught it. Now, did he catch it 100%? No, because he's also very smart and he knows how to play mommy. So he smiles and I kept going because I knew I was like, he, he just doing that because he know if he smiles, I'm going to let it go. And I didn't let it go. I kept going until I felt in him, he's like, okay, I got it. And that's what we go by because there is nothing as perfection. And see, as humans in this human experience, we have a spiritual side. That's how we're all connected. We are each connected through spirit, through source, through God. And that spirit part of us is the part of us that seeks meaning in life, connection to people, growth beyond this world, this physical world that we're in. And spirituality acknowledges that human, that being human means we are not perfect, that we make mistakes. And we can be inconsistent in our thoughts and actions. Now, I'll be the first to raise my hands. How many of you are inconsistent in your thoughts and in your actions? Sweet. Okay. The inconsistency in your actions is because of the inconsistency in your thoughts. One more time for myself in the notes. Inconsistency in your actions is due to inconsistency in your thoughts. And then Tony always says, thought
2: plus emotion equals creation. I see Mr. Phil leaned up. So go, oh, I thought he was a mutant. (laughs) So, but one of the things
1: that I absolutely love about spirituality It encourages us to approach these imperfections with understanding and compassion rather than judgment. That's why when you have lack of love for self, you have lack of love for others and you're extremely judgmental. But when you sit down and you do what my grandmother told me, her mama told her, you worry about the dirtiness in your own house and not about the dirtiness in somebody else's house you don't have time to judge others you don't have time to go without understanding of someone else's imperfections we um years ago it was new year's eve and my dad's neighbor was cutting his yard at like one o'clock in the morning and Everybody around me was like, what is wrong with him? He is so crazy. Who does that? And I don't know. For some reason, my thought process was different. My thought process was either he's really stressed out, and it's the new year, and he needed a way to blow off steam, and that was the best way he knew how. Or maybe every new year's that was a tradition he had with someone else. Or maybe he's just really going through it and needed to and needed to think and When he's on the lawn where ain't nobody gonna bother, or he could have been—he could have been pissy drunk. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, but it was not for me to judge, because I'm one of those people who, when I need, when I'm heavily stressed or something, everything shuts down, or I go for a ride, and you may not hear from me for a good thirty-five minutes to an hour. I may end up in downtown Houston looping around and come. Well, actually, no, I will never end up in downtown Houston. It's too many one it's too many one way streets let me tell y'all something let me tell y'all something <laughs> sidebar come where I body. get lost out there Grace look when I was younger when I was younger I used to partake in the adult beverages okay not younger as in under 21 but younger as in that 21 to 25 stage that okay I used to partake in adult beverages and for some reason i ended up it was daytime that's how late i had been out the sun was up i ended up on a one-way street going the wrong way and i'm driving and i'm like i'm looking at all these cars driving towards me and i'm like wait a minute something's not right with this picture wake up diana wake up diana Something's not right and i'm like oh my goodness i'm on a one-way street a cop was driving towards me as i turned in <laughs> so no i don't do downtown Period. Okay. I don't like it sober. I definitely don't like it when I was drinking a which beverages on my way home. Okay. Back to the
2: story. <laughs> but being, being okay
1: and being understanding and compassionate about your imperfections makes it easier to have grace and mercy on others. See we all we always say and you always hear people say you know you can't take care of others until you take care of yourself. You can't you can't be right with others until you're right with yourself. Well, that's true. If you can't show grace and mercy to yourself, how are you going to show grace and mercy to others? And doing that is being okay with the imperfect imperfections. Being okay with the shadow side of who you are. And every time you make a mistake or you encounter inconsistencies. it's not the world after you. The world is not going to end. What it is is it is a lesson that life is offering you. Now, whether you want to learn from this lesson or whether you want to fight this lesson, sidebar, don't be like me and fight, learn from it. back on conversation. Then, go with it ask the question what am i supposed to learn from this when i tell you i ask myself that question every day because every day i bump up against something i'm like okay what am i supposed to learn from this i'm gonna i'm gonna need to an answer quick on this one because this one's really bumping this one this one bumping real hard i'm gonna need god universe i'm gonna need some answers quick what am i supposed to learn from this because if you don't tell me i'm gonna take matters into my own hands okay and we don't want to do that part when you take matters into your own hands, things do not pan out well. But well, when you sit back and you say, okay, what is triggering me and why? What lesson am I supposed to learn from this? And the one thing that I've learned
2: is your triggers are unlearned lessons. Shut that's, up. that's what I have learned. Your triggers are unlearned
1: lessons. Because when you get triggered and you learn the lesson, your triggers are they're still there because you're chemically you're chemically programmed to respond to them at this point. But they become less and less when you learn the lesson from them. When you think you have past, when you think you have surpassed something or you've come or you've overcome something and you still get triggered, it means there was multiple lessons in that situation that you did not learn yet. So your triggers are unlearned lessons. And if you pause for a second and understand that perfection is null and void, there is no such thing as perfection. God did not create perfection in the world. There is no blade of grass that is the same exact length as the next. There is no tree that is the exact same as the next. Everything is perfect in its imperfection. But we think it's supposed to be perfect in perfection. No, the greatest gift is learning how to just be okay with who you are and you're not worried about how dirty somebody else's house is. You only focus on the fact, okay, look, I got a, I got a cup stain, a cup ring on my coffee cup, on my coffee table. Um, I got some rust around the sink, but that's okay. I'm just gonna buff this out with some pine with some pine salt and some lysol i forgot the, uh, the pledge lemon pledge i'm gonna buff this out with some lemon pledge work that out and this stain in the sink i'm just gonna pull some bleach on it and you know work that out you know we're gonna be okay with this i can't control the hard water that comes out of the sink from the city therefore we are gonna work this out do the same in yourself OK, I'm a little broken here. So let me have some grace on my some grace and mercy on myself
2: to understand that I'm not perfect. Because when you when you search for when you when you have no
1: grace and mercy, when you have no forgiveness, when you have no no understanding of yourself that same perfection that you seek in yourself that is non-existent you're going to put on other people and you're going to push people away
2: they're going to make the smallest mistakes and you're going to push them away we do it with our kids well some people we're past that y'all 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 don't do these things
1: But that's how it happens. That's how these quote-unquote generational curses happen. They're not curses. They're just learned behaviors that we have not unlearned. They are triggers that we didn't learn the lessons to. And we pass these triggers and we pass these down to our kids because, well, I wasn't perfect for my mom, but you're going to be perfect because I'm going to be the perfect mom. And because I'm trying to be the
2: perfect mom, I'm putting... massive amounts of pressure on a baby who just got here
1: who has no clue what's going on and that is not fair to that kid the video that antonio showed us in pathbender said that from ages from when we're born to age seven we're on automatic download so what are we automatically putting out there for our kids to download so they can learn if i'm not perfect i'm in trouble But if we teach them imperfection is a part of life, it's a part of the inconsistencies
2: of life, they will grow up a lot less stressed. My niece walks around, my niece and
1: nephew walk around stressed as hell and they are 10 and I'm sitting here and I'm like,
2: well, hell, if they stressed out like that and they 10, what the hell am I doing to my kid? And it it really makes you think imperfection is a part of life. It's a journey
1: of getting to know the real you beneath the surface. And a lot of us don't like the real us.
4: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Do you remember what you just said? Do you remember what you you just said? I remember exactly what I said. Let me say that again.
2: Life is like a journey of getting to know the real you beneath the surface because by recognizing and reflecting
1: on all of your experiences you actually learn more about yourself who
2: you are your values and your aspirations so the first thing I want to talk about is shifting our perspectives on mistakes, I am one, not y'all, this one, me, this, this human experience right
1: here. I am one that when mistakes are made, well, used to be when mistakes are made, I flip the hell out. I spaz out. I go into high levels of anxiety high levels of stress. And when I say high levels, I mean not in the stomach, pain in the chest, can't sit up straight, can barely breathe
2: levels of intensity because I'm not supposed to make mistakes. And I got to a point,
1: i, I you get tired of living in a constant state of that. And then I started learning things. I started learning how your emotional stresses can manifest physically. Um, I am I am any what they call quote unquote emotional eater. Well, I used to be. So when I get highly stressed, high with anxiety, my go-to, Miss Susan. This this is used to. I used to do this, Miss Susan, okay? Because what I'm about to say. Miss Susie will fly down to Texas and whoop my tail, okay? Used to. My go-to used to be, if y'all know, if everyone is familiar with Jack in the Box, the ultimate bacon cheeseburger with a large curly fry. And then I had to get my buttermilk ranch to dip my curly fries in. I had to have some sour cream to dip my hamburger in. Don't judge me. This is my emotional eating meal, okay, (laughs) with a large Coke. And then on top of that, I would get two of the cheesecakes. And at the time, Dairy Queen was hot. And, you know, well, where I lived, there was a Dairy Queen. We don't see them often. I used to go and get Grace. I used to go and get the hot fudge from Dairy Queen. And I'll pour that on top of my cheesecake. Used this, so I say used to, Miss Susan. This is what I used to do. Now I just I don't even eat like that anymore. And when I get a sweet tooth, I grab some fruit. And I'm Does so that proud. make
3: you feel good, or did you get like sick and t- to your stomach and have to go to sleep? Or it relieved
1: the emotional pain. Yeah, but I instantly had to get some sleep because it shut me down. Yeah. It like completely shut me down and I felt miserable later because I ate so much at one time. I got that to that miserable fool, but I just kept eating. So what, what I got tired of being that physical uncomfortable after eating. And then I, I was like, why am I eating like this? Like, I don't, this is not a regular meal for me. And it got to a point where I was eating that if not every day, every other day for like about a good month or so. And I was like, okay, something's not right with this picture. That's what happens when you don't sit with your mistakes, when you view your mistakes as life altering instead of life, of instead of a lesson in life to learn. So when I... Started shifting my mindset in regards to mistakes and understanding. And it took Antonio again. When Antonio started coaching me, Don was 10 months old.
2: Don is eight. This is how long this took me. I, I was born in the year 2023 when I learned this, okay? When I started. I got to a point where I was like, okay. Because Antonio kept saying, there's no such thing as mistakes. There's no such thing as mistakes. So I started
1: started taking that on. Okay, there's no such thing as mistakes. Well, if there's no such thing as mistakes, then what the hell is it? (laughs) Because I was taught either it's perfect or it's a mistake. Which one is it? If it ain't either one of those, what's going on? And that's when the what's my next best move? What is it that I'm supposed to learn from this? And when I started asking that question, my mistakes became life lessons, lessons that only the universe and God could teach me, not lessons. That my mom could teach me, not lessons that my dad could teach me, but lessons that I had to learn for me to grow, for me to be okay with my personal imperfections. Like I used to think my, my,
2: I used to think that my freckles were
3: imperfections. No, oh, they're cute, cute, cute. They, they, they make you, you unique to you
1: thank you so much miss susan because let me tell y'all something they're not just on my face they're on my shoulders they on they're they're right here like there is it's and they're like literally all over and the more i started noticing them the more i was like oh, i'm never gonna be cute you know freckles aren't cute because as a kid i used to be teased mm-hmm. it's like hey connect the dot face
5: and i'm like what's
1: up really and when my dad did it, it didn't bother me because he used to say, come here. And I used to walk up to him. He used to take his finger and he used to do this. And I'm like, what are you doing, dad? He's like, well, I'm trying to see what picture comes out. And I just look at him and laugh because I don't know, it's something different when your dad, well, I'm a daddy's girl. So it's something different when my dad did it versus when I'm walking through school and they're like, hey, connect to that face or I'm bright. And when I was younger, I was a little bit more on the brighter side. So I used to be light bright, you know, all kinds of, and it could, it, when you, when you are not comfortable and okay with your imperfections, it causes things to happen.
3: Yes, ma'am. Like programs like Weight Watchers, Weight Watchers, three fourths of it is, you know, they bring they they wanted me to speak um, to their people. And I was getting ready to and I went there and it was like a week before we shut down with the pandemic. Mm. Um, so then that all ceased. But they have people come in and speak to everyone and. And. It's real positive. And then people can open up and share because exactly what you said, you know, about going to eat a lot of people, I I sat there and listened to them and um, all that they do. And, you know, and I grew up with brothers that had weight problems and my brother, actually, he lost over a hundred pounds on Weight Watchers when he was in France, he was at France Weight Watchers, so he did stuff with them, so when they asked me, you know, it was a fond memory, because, you know, my brother passed, um, and that's, that's a big, big part of it, so, and for me, it was the opposite, because, you know, I had, I felt ugly, I didn't feel good enough, I felt different, I felt like a leper growing up, And I covered myself, I had psoriasis, they said from head to toe, it was everywhere. And it was awful looking. It was way, way more than freckles, you know, so (laughs) so I covered myself up, you know, I wore long sleeves and pants. And, and then when summer would come, I would get such anxiety um, because, but the one thing that helped it was the sun. So I would be laying out in March, you know, if there was sun to try to, you know, back before tanning beds and all that, just to try to get it to go away. Um, And so I always was really dark um, because with sun, because of that. So I feel, I felt that, but I had, I couldn't eat. Um, If I ate, french fries I'd be doubled over for a week in pain so it I liked all that but it kept me from eating those things um but you know growing up with three brothers that had um a lot of those things same issues I I understand and and relate to you on it and you know it's it's something that you're going to be able to help a lot of other people with I know Thank you. Thank you so much. It
1: that go and that on that adds to the imperfections because if we have, if we, if we give ourselves mercy and grace, we're able to extend that to others. Because as a kid, I would have hugged on Susan. I would have hugged on Miss Susan so much because I would have, my heart would have hurt for her. Because I can walk around in the sun as a kid, I, too. I used to play outside barefoot. As long as I was back in the house before it got dark outside, if I beat if I beat the lights, I was good. If I missed the lights,
2: there was a the problem.
1: But it, it that would have hurt me because as a kid, no kid wants to be bundled up all the time because of an insecurity or an imperfection.
2: You know, and when you have understanding and compassion for others, they
1: notice that. Like, I'm, I met a girl, I was looking for an apartment years ago with my ex, and I walked in, and it was one of my classmates, and she had so much wonderful things to say about me, and I'm sitting here, and I'm like,
2: man, I wish I knew the girl you are talking about, and I was her. But because I let inconsistencies
1: and imperfection and mistakes run my life, that girl that she was talking about, no, it, she was kind of no longer existing. You know, she was saying, yeah, it, I was called, they called me Didi. My name was Deanna Dedrick and it was D-E-A-D-E-A, D-E-A. like that exact, that was the first and last name, same three letters. So it was Dee Dee. And And I, I was nicknamed that in kindergarten and that followed me through high school. And she said, Yeah, you know, Dee, Dee. any anytime I was sad, I knew I could just go to Dee, Dee, And she would just be, she would, she gave the best hugs. Grace, I still give those hugs. <laughs> so it it goes back, it's day to day. <laughs> she gave the best hugs and she was always a good listener, and she never judged me. Like these were the words out of her mouth. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, man, who is this chick? Like, I'd like to meet her. But that's as a kid, school. School was a, a place of freedom for me, freedom to be me. So when those are like when those around me were hurting, I, I was used to be called goofy. And I took that as a badge of honor. Because no, you cannot be my friend and
2: be sad around me. We don't do these things. That's not for us. So when you in in, in that I learned. Because you get tired. Like, you know
1: how the, the phrase, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired? Yeah, when you get to that
2: point, you be like, okay, so I'm going to change. Hell, I had a conversation with myself yesterday. I was like, look, we ain't doing this. Well, what you doing? I want to do this. I done told you. We doing it differently this time.
1: I don't like how that feels. And this is a conversation I'm having with myself. Because you have to... You have to have these self-conversations. And when you change your thoughts, your actions are only a reflection of your thoughts. So when you change your thoughts, you change your actions. And my thought process was, look, I'm tired. We ain't doing this no more. Every time we do it your way, it don't work. So we're doing something different. So with me sharing that, I want to know Now, I'm opening it up to everyone. How can we change our mindset to view mistakes as
2: opportunities for growth rather than something to be ashamed of? And it's hard. But each of you here have done that. So, how have you
1: changed your mindset? to view your mistakes as opportunities to grow from rather than the, rather than they be things to be ashamed of. Well,
4: I still being an angry kid all the time and people not wanting to be around me, you know, <laughs> I just kept, I had a, uh, it's on the back of my head say, Hey, you want friends? Okay. Yeah. You may want to stop being angry. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I, 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 really uh, realized and figured out you can't do things you like to do when you're angry you're angry and so if you want to get money money got to come from people so if you're mad at people they're not gonna give you money yeah (laughs) you're not gonna do that and so um don't get into it you know the anger still flares up it's just that i stop and pause and say hey okay what is you what are you really mad about is this really worth being mad over no, 10 times out of 10, it's no. Okay, great. Okay, somebody did you wrong. It's okay. They'll be all right. If I go and talk to Deanna or Antonio, they'll put things in perspective for me. Lord, if I want that uh, harsh puncher in your face, I'm going to talk to Antonio. But if I want that light haze, think about it like this punch you in the face, I go to out. The <laughs> they still punch you in the face. Okay, okay. but <laughs> one has a soft <laughs> but it they uh I, I know who to go to who to talk to it, uh i could i know i can go to uncle roby robe and roby robe uncle roger robe
1: would be the same way
4: uh what are you doing yeah yeah so
1: <laughs> he yeah. gonna be a cool homie Ron. like i love you you know I love right him. right i'm gonna give it to you straight <laughs> but he gonna give it to you like an uncle okay put it out
4: seriously yeah um i I, I always reflect, I, I reflect back sometimes, like, see, hmm, just seeing how far I've come from my anger, because I remember the last time I was really angry was when I was teaching. And I remember my mom asking me, while I was teaching one time, she said, why are you so depressed? I, I didn't know I was depressed. <laughs> you know, and then I was like, okay, yeah. This environment I was in, I didn't like it. I knew I needed to get out. And now that I'm not in that anymore, I'm a lot happier. So, so yeah, I, I I get it, Teresa. I know. Okay, you got to be ready for it. But, <laughs> but yeah, so you just, I, I, I just I have to reflect every time. Like, look how far you've come. It's still a work in progress, and it's always going to be a work in progress because, like Dee said, it's that chemical, you know, imbalance in you. Hey, I've developed. What is it?
1: an addiction to it you develop an
4: addiction to it develop an addiction to it so with any addiction you gotta you have to you still you gotta constantly work at it you know um but yeah as far as being mad for the whole day no that that does not happen anymore you give me me five minutes depending on what it is maybe 10 minutes but other than that you know (laughs) it's good and i am working on I am now working on because details me all the time. I'm gonna need you to you need you to calm down and stop getting so scared when it comes to money. I know, okay? So, <laughs> so instead of saying I want the fear to go away, no, because I'm gonna get more fear. Um, I just work on it and say, hey, try to use this fear to your advantage. You know, you know, you want to, you know, you know what the things that you want to do. So, hey, not a fear of man. If I don't get this done, I'm afraid I'm gonna get this done. No. You know what you have to do. So go out there and get it done that way. Hey, we've been doing some good things with the uh, ACSV. And so uh, Antonio has been complimenting me. And you know, he don't give, he just don't throw out compliments like that. So I've <laughs> been doing a good job. Okay. I always I have that responsibility. I'm gonna call it a responsibility gene, but because I always want people to know that they can count on me. If you ask me to do something, I want to go get it done. So
1: That's me. So let me
2: share. No, thank you for sharing. And Talisha, I saw your hand. I'm gonna come to you next. Grace, I have a quick question for you. How did you having compassion
1: and kindness for yourself help you with overcoming your anger? Oh,
4: okay, the other thing. Because I always had two people, Antonio and Deanna, tell me, "You're relaxed, okay? <laughs> relax." And so I started to tell myself that, "Hey, you got to relax. It's okay. You don't have to be so serious all the time. Relax. Some breaths. It's not that serious. It's not that. It's not that bad. You know. It's probably not bad at all. It's just what you think is going on in your head." And so, uh, I like think it was maybe two days ago I was playing stuff in my head. It's like, man, I can't do this because this, this, this. I say, calm down. Because if you don't, you're not going to be able to get this, this, this what you want. So calm down. It's okay. You got something else coming. It's in the work. You got, you got something else coming. It's it's just, it's slowly coming, but you know it's coming. So just be careful. Oh, there is also a morning mantra that I do that I got on YouTube. I've been meaning to send it to you, di I'm going to send it to you today. It's a morning Ooh. mantra. They say to send it to you. They say to say it eight times. Because eight is, you know, new beginning. And it's it's four sentences. Just for today, I will let go of worry. Just for today, I will let go of anger. Just for today, I will be grateful for all my blessings. Just for today, I will be kind to every living being. do that every morning. So, so yeah.
5: I'm going to keep that.
1: I think that's
5: mandatory. We all need to have that. I need to wake up to that every morning. Give me phone.
1: Just gonna post it in chat, Grace, and put it in the notes. Post it in chat and put it in the notes. There we go.
5: <laughs>
6: I need to be embroidered on a pencil and uh, a pillow.
1: Yeah. all oh, pillowcases. Who? I never thought about pillowcases
2: for merchandising. Come on, Mr. Fields. uh grace go ahead put that in your merchandise for for
1: you for your brand Go and put that in there (laughs) yes we all need some of that thank you thank you for sharing that grace because uh yeah i'm gonna go i'm gonna gonna print it me personally i'm gonna print it out and stick it right underneath my calendar
2: that hangs on my wall it's like it's eye level so i can't miss it go ahead talisha
7: Okay, guys. So I'm gonna be in and off because I'm on like a a call. I'm trying to resolve. But if this person don't be able to help me, I'm gonna hang up with them and start out. Um, But in the meantime, if I click off, that's what the, that's
2: what this is about. Um,
7: I'm kind of battling what y'all saying right now because this morning I had I had that feeling of what currently just happened to me and I'm taking it as if, okay, like I woke up out of my sleep early this morning, just like, no, that was just wrong. Like I started reviewing some documents to see what happened was true and if it was rightfully done, you right? Picasso? Sorry. Uh-huh. No, no, no. Oh, but- no, no, you're, you're, you're fine. So what I'm saying is without saying what happened, uh, <laughs> I uh try to look at legal ways of solving this or uh seeing ways that maybe solution maybe we need to fight for this because there are so many other people that have may, this may have happened to um and looking and looking at codes and stuff, nothing that has happened to me was legally done properly. uh there's nowhere in the handbook where it shows that they were rightfully able to do this, and so I I was a little distraught and i was just like anger anger over the situation but at the same time it's like sushi you don't forgave the people but yet you you're still holding in the anger you know so i need to release the anger and walk in love and then i also need to um and i feel like it's a daily daily process honestly because one moment i forgive you and the next moment i'm just like okay no i'm not gonna let that slide you know and i'm fighting that i'm i'm constantly fighting that and I feel like I need help, you know, um, but that's where I'm at right now. And this morning, honestly, I have to sit outside and kind of take it in. They just hung up on me. Oh, no. All right. Be with you a minute. Um, sorry about that. Um, Good. So basically, I am, I'm lost, y'all. I'm really lost at this moment. I keep trying to tell myself positive affirmations. I keep knowing that God will fight my battles. But then there's still that relationship with him where I was like, I know he's going to be there, but how long I got to wait, right? <laughs> it's like, I'm putting him on a time frame, and it's so wrong, but it's just like, you saw the injustice and I got to wait. I just don't understand that part. But um, Hold on real quick. Hold on real quick. By a show of hands,
1: how many of y'all be like, look, you taking too long. <laughs> I know you're going to fight my battle, but you taking too long. So, Talisha, you're not alone in that one. We all, we've we, we been there, okay? Keep going. <laughs>
7: um. So, for me right now, it's just staying humble in the midst of the situation that has happened and fighting my emotions, honestly. You know, because inside of me I want to be that kid that just rip up everything. Like if y'all can see the thoughts in my mind.
1: Just turn the house
7: upside down, yeah. you know, and the house ain't did nothing wrong to me. It's just how I'm feeling inside, you know. Um so yeah, right now I'm just I'm just trying to figure it out. I'm trying to figure out my next move. I'm trying to, I mean, God clearly told me that is my witness of what I should do. Um I was reading this book y'all and the lady said something very clear to me. I think Antonia may have said it before too, but she said she saw her dad when he lost his business um, and had to start all over how he treated his family, um, how he treated the kids and, you know, all those things. And then the what got me is when she said uh, she saw her dad be a slave to failure and that caught me. And I was just like, Oh my gosh. I'm using what happened to my business prior and I'm being a slavery to failure because I keep telling myself, yes, God told me to, to walk in this, but then I'm like, well, what if I fail? Why is that? What if in my head, God already said, hey, this is what you need to be doing, you know? So I, when she said, I was like, oh my God, this is, this is talking to me right now. And Deanna told me before, she was like, Talisha, you think God's going to tell you to do something and then not give you the steps or the help? afterwards like give you the steps to tell you what to do next you know and then I was just like aha but it's just like yes Deanna's telling me all this yes I'm I'm watching all these motivational speeches yes I'm praying however when I'm sitting alone and not doing those things I'm back into that self-soaking how can I say I don't even know how to pronounce it or what to say and I'm, I'm just in that funk, like that just sitting there just wanting to blame the world yes Exactly right. Self-sabotage. I'm just wanting to blame the world, not wanting to do what I need to do, but just want injustice to get justice, if that makes sense. So that's what I want to share, guys.
1: No, thank you for sharing. That made perfect sense. I saw Mr. Phil lean towards his... Okay, go ahead. He unmuted. I'm not saying nothing. Go ahead, Mr. Phil.
6: I got this. I've done programs for lawyers where they get continuing education credits, and one lawyer had a sign on his desk. Justice is in heaven. Down here we simply practice the law. You heard
2: what he said. <laughs> Talisha. How many of y'all? Because I just, I just
1: need, I need her to see this. How many of y'all have been,
2: is, been there, walked through it at the exact same place Talisha is right now? How many of y'all have been there? Look, and Chef J, put a big me in the chat. You are not alone. There's a part of you. You you said I forgave them, but that little Talisha, the one we
1: had a conversation with the other day, y'all excuse my language. What she's saying
2: is, you got me stuck. If you think I'm gonna let this slide, that's what's going on.
7: I'm gonna tell you exactly what's going. On. They got little to Leisha, They got Leisha messed up. But but Diana, we told Le- Leisha to sit back though. That don't mean but she, she keep don't. creeping back up. She gon' mess
1: up. She
7: gon' come back up.
1: <laughs> and what you do is you say, "Okay, Leisha, I get it. I know they pissed you off. They got you messed up." You ready to go flip a table? You ready to go bust some, bust? you better, ready to go kick in some doors, flip some tables, and tell these people who they really it with? I get it. Because all the time, y'all heard me, right? All the time, Nicole be on it. She be ready, okay? She be, <laughs> you can ask Grace. Me and her to have some conversations. She be like, D. I'm
2: like, I know, I know, Grace. I know. Just let me get it out. What helps me is having that conversation with myself in Exodus 14:14
1: 14, 14. y'all I I know I keep saying it but it's a reason that's in the Bible okay it's a reason that one verse is in the Bible and I'm gonna paraphrase it for you I'm gonna break it down to Diana's message version okay
2: and this is what it say uh I'm gonna fight your battles for you. Talisha but go sit your ass down somewhere shut up and let me do what I gotta do okay that's
1: how I took it I felt like that's what God was telling me so I'm just relaying the message how I received it he did that he did that verse because he knew you was coming
4: he He knew knew it diana is
1: coming i'm gonna have to yeah he knew it grace he knew it he said this one right here i'm gonna have to rein her in because this one right here she just do too much let me just pull in real quick
2: okay sit down shut up let me fight your battle for you when we feel
1: when we get to a point in life where we don't have compassion for ourselves or we feel like No one has ever had compassion for us. There's a part of
2: us that's always fighting for us. When you give that little voice, when you give that that a voice, you acknowledge, yes, while you have forgiven them, Talisha, yes, you still pissed. That hurt. You got me jacked up because you lied on me. You got me jacked up cuz you you
1: this is me. You got me messed up cuz you think I'm stupid. You think I'm blind. You you at you, you you treat me like I'm some kind of fool. I only look like this. Let me show
2: up and show you who I really am. That's what's going through you because you never
1: forgave yourself for allowing someone to treat you that way. You never forgave yourself and had compassion for yourself for making the mistake of allowing someone to hurt you, allowing someone to mistreat you and allowing someone to to make you feel like a fool and you let them. And you never forgave yourself for that. So now that's a trigger for you. Every time somebody lie on you. Every time somebody treats you like you don't know what you're doing. Every time somebody act come at you like you're stupid.
2: You be like never again. So right now, Leisha is going, uh-uh. We ain't doing this no more. The last time this happened, such and such and such and such. So we did you call, did you call her Leisha.
7: Leisha, yeah. That's that's my uh, what do you call it, Deanna?
1: That's
7: my Nicole. Talisha gave- yes. is my Nicole. Yes. <laughs> By the way,
1: y'all me and, t- name. me and Talisha the same person. We're both Tauruses. We both born in May. Everybody got us messed up. Mm. Yeah, we the same person. We the same person. <laughs> so I talk to Talisha how I talk to myself. That's what we she say. Get slap the, you know, I talk to Talisha how I talk to me. Sometimes I'm kind to myself and sometimes I go full out. Mm-mm, mm-mm, don't do that. Grace has seen it. Grace has seen it. I, I, I've talked to Grace the same way. So Talisha, you're not alone. Me and Grace have had the same conversations. <laughs>
7: so the thing that can I add on, Grace, um, I need you to tell me what you said one more time. It was one fun. that really stuck out, and I was just like, "I need to use that, and maybe I need to say it one more than one time a day because um <laughs> these emotions just keep going. Like I'm fine one second, I was like, I got not to Rex. What do you call it? Like I don't, I don't even know what you call it. Like I I'm, it. I'm good for one second, and then next moment, I'm just over here. You know what I mean? It's just like it's not a balance. It's,
1: it's either bipolar or manic-depressive. One day you're having, one day you're really, 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 really high and then the next moment you just hit the ground.
2: Yes.
4: Just, just for today, I will let go of worries. Just for today, I will let go of anger. Just for today, I will be grateful for all my blessings. Just for today, I will be kind to every living being. Okay. Thank you.
1: I said it to you to take me. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Grace. That last sentence, though, just for today, I will be kind to every living being. Start with yourself. Oh, no. No,
2: not, say really, so not, not really. I was not wondering not if really. she was off.
7: Okay, <laughs> okay. Okay.
2: okay.
7: Mm. I was like, if you're home
1: sick, I got a remedy.
7: <laughs> mm, no.
1: <laughs> I to this story, too, make yeah. some
7: money so i can leave work but i'm gonna post this up at my window every time somebody come to my window and yeah. they will be at a level where i'm wanting to go off don't you didn't you read this why didn't you bring and you a paid professional paid professionals they make me angry they make me very angry <laughs> you paid to do this bring what you need that makes me very angry. And I think that angry is a is a controlled thing.
2: But Talisha, we here with you. We here
7: with you, girl. Because I just want to choke some people when I'm at work sometimes. Just put my hand through that little hole and just ring their necks. And don't stick your hand through here either. I don't want your germy hands through here. Show it to me through the through
2: the glass. Trust yes, I understand, and the, you shouldn't be reaching your hand in my private space. I
1: will break your hand off. Don't do that, anyway. <laughs> but Talisha, that's that's why we're talking of. So, what triggered this was I asked Grace because I
2: I had an inconsistency happen, and I asked Grace. I said, Grace what do you need help with she's like she said something that had to do with inconsistency and the
1: first day I told everyone I was like this is inconsistent for me because normally before I had no clue what I was going to talk about that day and I didn't want to make mistakes I had to be perfect this is Antonio's platform. This is Antonio's audience. I had to be perfect. I had to teach like him. I had to talk like him. I had to do what he do. And the inconsistency of what happened was normally when I teach Antonio and I sit down and we talk about what I'm going to teach about. We, that didn't happen. He just said, I know you got this. <laughs> In my head, I'm like, no, the hell I don't. <laughs> I'm happy you got confidence in me. But right now. I'm a five year old kid. Go to kindergarten for the first time. You got me messed up. What is this? No. But in that. Teach like Antonio. You, you can only channel him for a few minutes at a time. A few minutes at a time. Because channeling Antonio. I, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. That of is scary. That is scary. But what. So what triggered this was the question about inconsistency. And inconsistency is a part of life. What happened to you was an inconsistency for you. But if we shift our perspectives,
2: that inconsistency for you probably became the greatest thing that ever happened to you. But right now, because we are always becoming we are always
1: becoming something different every day. And on everybody always talk about you born this date, you died this way. What you doing with the dash? With the dash, you're always becoming. I see your hand, Trinace. With the dash, you're always
2: becoming. So for you to feel how you feel, for you, that is natural. Because that's it.
1: You were triggered something happened and it triggered. And so now you're going through the emotions. give those emotions voices. Don't just yes, you said, I forgave them, but this is what I want to do. Okay, acknowledge that. Right now I want to go and blow the building up. don't don't say that on the recorded line. Don't do that. uh <laughs> don't, don't. but acknowledge, give that emotion voice and then say, okay. But we're not going to have an adult temper tantrum. Queen of adult temper tantrums, that's how I know.
2: But acknowledge it. Acknowledge. Oh, hi, Natalie. But acknowledge it. And then from there, change your perspective. Yes. One of the things that I've learned, Talisha, is the universe will always do his best the universe will not miss anything and the universe god his revenge the universe's revenge is the greatest revenge on earth it cannot compare to anything you could do you could you could you could absolutely file a lawsuit You could absolutely file a lawsuit if you wanted to. But how far will that get? And how far will that get you? Because now you're stuck in the lawsuit and not in your purpose. Watch yourself. Whereas if you let God handle, the universe handle that
1: and you go live in your purpose, trust and believe you going to get that ass, okay? <laughs> and one of the things that I learned is you can't be careful when you do that. Because the moment you get happy about what's coming their way, God will snatch his vengeance. That's in the Bible. I read it. That's how I know. And when I read it, I felt some kind of way. You can ask Grace because I had the conversation with her. Cause I had to ask, cause so I was like, man,
4: that's why Uncle Jerome smiling, cause he's like, yes, yeah, in there.
7: <laughs> so I was pretend I am. no. He know my heart, so don't
1: don't pretend, cause he know your heart. <laughs> don't pretend.
2: If you have forgiven, let that go, and focus on your purpose. Universe
1: told Talisha, y'all, when Talisha said. Universe telling me what I was supposed to do. Diana was me and her had a cold conversation. She interrupted me when the universe interrupted our conversation, and I was like, Well, that go your answer.
2: What you gonna do? (laughs) So, if you live in that anger, that frustration, that pissivity, your purpose is going to be delayed, not stopped but delayed
1: and you're going to be the only person delaying it because you're living in what happened instead of okay the lesson that you were supposed to learn was learned so now it's up to you if you're going to live in the learned aspect of the lesson or if you're going to stay behind so that you can watch these people get you know struck struck down it's all on you depends on you go ahead oh go ahead Talisha I saw you're muted
7: oh I was just gonna say basically um I have to find get away from the anger and the betrayal whatever and walk in love so that love can flourish in other aspects of my life and what I'm what God is calling me to do and I feel like young grasshopper did you just call him a grasshopper That's a young grasshopper. That means you. (laughs) No, no, no. I get, I'm just saying it because I get told that a lot. And that's like, wait, did Deanna just call me a grasshopper? That's why I said that. So it was, it was just like shocking that you said it. Um, but I need to get past, I'm trying to find a way to get past this stage so that I can move forward. Cause right now, honestly, I'm I'm in between. It's like I want to do what I, what God has told me to do, but yet my mind still here. I need to get away from that completely. That's why I need help. At. I need to get away from it. You don't. And I know that's only going to take time, and I can't rush that. But you don't. yeah, you I need
1: don't, to
2: rush
7: it. You don't.
1: <laughs> you don't need to get away from it. But before I say anything, Trinace, you go, and then after Trinace, yes, Chef Jay, the answer is absolutely yes. So Trinace and Chef
7: Jay. We're coming back to you, Talisha. So when I called in today, I intended to say nothing today. I did not even intend to turn my screen on today. She pulled at your heartstrings, Trinae. She pulled. This is so good because we all deal with this on a regular basis, and um. I think it's good Talisha that you can call Diana because we need somebody that's not gonna just um, listen, but sometimes help us ho- move through that next thing. We we need that because I've been having some stuff at work and I'm like Ugh. I just ignored her. I just forgave her and moved on until she went we went into the office and she was talking about the people heard you say that you wasn't gonna go back and forth with me. I'm not. It wasn't no secret. It, I ain't whisper it. The Bible say when you argue with a fool,
2: you the fool too. And
7: the office manager he laughed. And um, now you know I deal with her in my own way. It's so fake, but it helps me operate in love. It helps me. Cause I can I can forgive her. Her behavior is her behavior. If she's stupid like that, she got issues at work, at home. Then them issues she bring to work. That's her stuff. So I just try to navigate my stuff. You doing a good job, Talisha. You
2: are doing a good job, girl. You are doing a great job. Some days you want to kick people in their ankle. Sometimes you want to bash them in the face. Just have that thought and then just smile and keep on going. You got this.
7: That's all. But you got it, girl, you got it. I call that help for Lady Amanda every day. And she be smiling. I even offered her some of my positive energy tea. Trinace, is it really good? Yes, mix it with some honey. And I, you know, I, that's my love. That's my love walk. I understand you got issues, but you helping me work through mine. Just keep on going. Just imagine punching her or him in their face. Every time it well up in you, just, just crash them and then just smile and keep on going. You got it. Soon you won't have to hit them so many times in your mind. Maybe it'll be maybe it starts off at five and then it goes down to four. You got it. Thank you. I just want to
2: say thank you. Go ahead, Chef J. Ooh, you got you, you had Trinace and Chef J.
8: Good morning. I'm I'm like Trinace. I was not gonna get on the call. I was not gonna say anything this morning. I kind of overslept. But as soon as I got on the phone, I heard you talking to Alicia and it was just like, dang, like she's saying everything that everything you were saying was literally me at the beginning of the month, at the beginning of the year. Like I was self-sabotaging all day, every day. I was too hard on myself. And I feel like sometimes we we're too hard on ourselves. Like you don't supposed to be hard on yourself the way that we are. Um, and we we. Miss enjoying life, if that makes sense. Anger, and my mentor gave me a book and soon as he tell me what the book is, I'm gonna send it over to you. It's okay to be angry. That's what I've learned. You can be mad all day, God allow us to be angry. It's what you do with your anger that turns it into a sin. So it's okay to be angry and emotions, that's something that I just had to go through literally. I've learned it's all about controlling your emotions. And you know what that is? It's a test. That test gonna come back every single time until you get it right. Don't be hard on yourself, but hold yourself accountable. Because it's us. When you're angry, you block stuff. When you allow your anger to come over and control your mind or your emotions, you're blocking stuff. Everything that we ask God for is you have it. Like I was on a call with Antonio last week because I called him because I was like, I I messed up my vibration. And that's because I got angry. The man pissed me off at Sam's Club and I egged his window. So, and it's just like, I get mad. Like I get mad, but sometimes most of the times I'm just like, Jaya, let it go. And the crazy part about it is, and we all talk to ourselves, I'm going to be real, we do. So he pissed me off and I was like, I got to egg, his car. My mind said, egg, his car. And the nice side of me said, Jaya, it's not even worth it. So I said out loud because I knew that was the spirit of God. I said out loud, no, nah, I got time today, I'm egging his car. And when I got out my car to get in the trunk to get the eggs, the lady came to me and she said, baby, it's not even worth it. And she grabbed my wrist and I knew that was the spirit of God. And I told her, ma'am, today is the day because I got time. And I did it. And that, I allowed my anger to take over. But one thing about me, I used to feel bad for being angry. This time, I didn't feel bad. I owned it. So I feel like me owning it was like, okay, you're not guilt-tripping yourself, you know, so, like, you know you did bad, but, like, I don't know. But it's just, like, one thing that my mom used to say is misery love company. They do. They do. Anger love company. You don't want to sit with them. Like, you don't want to be angry. Like, you don't want to be angry. Like, I used to cry to God at the beginning of my spiritual journey, and I was just, like... Why am I so angry? Like, why am I so mad? Like, why is it so easy? Because it's easy. It's easy. Doing the right thing is hard. Walking with God is hard. And I was on a call with my auntie yesterday. And she said something remarkable to me. She was like, I've been trying to figure out how God is the Holy Spirit. How God was Jesus. And she said, you know... God came down here in the form of human and he didn't pick the lavish lifestyle. He, he went through the grimy lifestyle. He, He didn't have all that nice stuff. They didn't, God was, Jesus wasn't attractive. He was a carpenter. Like they said, like he was a servant. Like, and it's just like, if he could do that, why can't we like your emotions is just your emotions. Like, And I tell myself today, like, you know what? I am angry. I acknowledge it or I'm not feeling it today. And I say, well, you know what? I ain't gonna feel like this too long. So either if I can't control them to the point to go out into the world, I don't. I sit in the house. But what I've learned, I like outside and not outside to party. Like I like walking the trails. I like sun gazing. So it's like, when I go outside, I feel better. So Talisha, if you're in the house, go outside. You will feel better. And our anger is what I was saying, like it block us. You don't know who you can meet when you go outside. You know what I'm saying? God be want to change your world and lead you into stuff. But we be so angry. Like, we be angry. And it be, it's us. Like, it's literally us. It's us. We're the ones who hold everything back. God waiting on us. We keep saying, well, God, time is perfect. It is perfect, but the reason why it's so perfect is because he's waiting on us to get right. And what I was saying to Antonio last week, I kept saying, like, why? I work so hard in my business. Like, I do, I know I'm good. Why am I not there? And I said, after he asked me a series of questions, my brain clicked. It said, I have sent you people. You pushed them away with your self-sabotaging. You push them away with your attitude. I sent you good people, but you keep pushing them away because you don't believe in you. You just think everything's supposed to be perfect. And I'm telling you, I will take shit and turn it into gold. And he do. Like we think in our mind, like it gotta be perfect. God say, no, I take the worst of the worst and I make it the best of the bad. All I need you to do is show up and be prepared. You going to suffer. You going to fight off demons, but guess what? I gave you the word to fight off the demons. I gave you the word. That's how you that's how you you say the word. If you learn the word, that's how you fight them off. Everything is in that book. Like it's it's in that book and that's why he left it. That is that's our God and he is here. We just in our mind we want him to be here physical. No, he's here. He's spirit. He's conscious. Like he's around us and he do. But if you anger, if you self-sabotage, if you think you know it all, you're going to miss it. God is silent. He is, he's so small. If you don't pay attention, you'll miss it. And that's what I've learned. And that's what helped me with my self-sabotage. It's like, girl, put on your big girl panties and you about to, you about to fight. Like you about to be aware. That's all I'm saying. Like be aware and pray for discernment. When you pray for discernment, he'll show you and you won't even be mad. You'll be like, man, I'm glad you showed me this. Cause now I know better if that makes sense. But like, like Trinae said, you, you're doing a great job. You got this. And you're, when you make it to the other side, you're going, you're going to high five yourself. Like, girl, I got this. You know what I'm saying? I talk to myself that's the B-I-T-C-H. But you're going to be, girl, you got this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, did this. Look at me. You got it. And you going to just keep fighting and tell your emotions. And even if you have to say it out loud, because I talk to myself out loud. Not today. I know how you feel, but that's just how I feel. And it's not right. And we're we not doing this. You see what we just came from? You you see, we've been sitting in the pits of hell. We ain't going there no more. We, we go on the hard route when God is right here with us and we gonna get through this. So buckle it up and take this ride. So that is my advice to you.
2: It's okay. Woo. I'll unmute and say thank you.
1: Thank you, Chef Jay, Thank you, Trinace. Boy, she said, she, I talked to myself out yes, loud. Thank you. I, I had a whole conversation with myself yesterday out loud. Bianca, yeah.
2: Go ahead. I, I, I got to
8: make. I got to make one comment.
2: When Chef J said, "I got
8: time," I said, "Oh hell no, it's over there." I love that. Oh no, no, no. I got time today. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thank you, Chef Jay. Thank you, <laughs> man. We
1: look. I was right there with you, Uncle Rebel. <laughs>
2: we. When you
1: have decided, I got time today. It's over. You, you, mm-mm. it's done. It's a done deal. That other voice can talk to you all day, every day. Be like, no, don't do it. We don't want to do that no more. The moment you say, I got time today, it's, it's a done deal. It's over. <laughs> Go ahead, Talisha.
7: I have a um, question for Phil and Susan. Because um, I kind of feel like we're kind of in the same Field when it comes to uh, trying to help employees and the corporate world. Um, my question to you guys is, how can we really get our measures across to them when they're the ones that's doing the most dirt and the most harm to people? And HR is not for the employees. They're actually for the employer.
2: And, and on top of that, I wanna
7: ask. We're sending the in these kids, these teens, these young adults that are, are about to become adults and they're fit to end this world. And we we tell them the, you know, we give them all the skills they need to succeed, but then we have people like what Chef Jay was saying and Trey Nace was saying, and I was saying, they come into your life and we try to implement our ways of doing the right thing, and we still get hurt. How do, how do we, you know, because that's one thing I want to be able to tell these kids that in the corporate world, it's not going to be peaches and cream. You know, you're going to deal with hard people and sometimes you're going to lose a battle, you know? So I, I hope my question was clear, or if you need me to repeat it, I
2: can't. I love it. Y'all are wonderful.
3: (laughs) Oh, you're muted, Miss Susan. You watch movies and things on television about corporate world and, you know, what goes on. And it it is true. It's it can be cutthroat depending on where you work um, and manipulating and so forth. But then there there are. Definitely organizations that are not like that at all. Um, I say Disney is the best model to follow um, because they came in and did a two day event, you know, at the Les Brown thing when I was working there and the top people and how they treat their people. Um, and, And it's very important to them. They want them to be happy and they're and they do train corporate people um, to do this. So, you know, that's one thing when you apply for jobs, you want to be, you know, you want your antennas up to see what it's like, um, what that environment is like. And those definitely are things that we've gone in and helped people with. Um, But it's usually the people that really want it. They want this for the the team the people that don't are resistant and Alicia where do you live where
6: do you live
7: I'm in Texas with Deanna. I know
6: you're in Galveston
7: oh no no um no I'm um Sugarland area that's that what is that yeah like 45 minutes 30 minutes away
1: about 45 30 45 minutes depending on traffic and the route you take
6: well, and you're in human resources? No, accounting. Oh, accounting, okay. Well, first of all, keep walking the talk. Second, keep your resume updated. Now, are you involved in any sort of an association like these? You say, am I
7: involved in any association like what again?
6: Like the Ohio, Ohio we have the Ohio Society of CPAs.
7: Oh, like the counties, no, I, no.
6: (laughs) Okay, well, that's that's one thing you might wanna do because associations are great environments because you can go there, you're in the same industry that you're in and you're getting to learn people, they're getting to know you and you're getting to know them. You just need to find the right organization. They're out there. Now, when we started Humor Consultants in 1981, Reagan fired all the air traffic controllers. So we're coming to the marketplace, care for your people, create a nurturing environment, be loving, forgiving, and grateful. You know, they go, get away from me, kid, you bother me. But we knew that was the right thing to do. How I learned this, when I became assistant manager of a fast food restaurant when I was 16 years old and I was 5'1", and I looked like I was 11, I couldn't be autocratic, I couldn't be dictatorial. You know, they'd have thrown me in the dumpster bin, they would have locked me in the cooler. So that's where I learned to make work fun and be, be loving, forgiving and grateful and create that environment. That, hey, let's do this together. If we're going to be here, well, let's have fun doing it. Why not? And that's I just learned it because I had to, to survive. And then I realized, hey, this is a good way to run your life and run your business. So, you know, again, keep walking to talk, keep studying that stuff. I you can, we can talk later, if you some books to read, some go to YouTube, listen to some stuff there and then keep your resume updated. Because those companies are out there and they're the successful ones. The companies that, that that have employee, care about employee engagement, care about who's number one, the customer, then who's number two, anybody that touches the customer. And the boss is down here. Those are the good companies. Uh, look for companies that are uh, owned by the employee owned, ESOPs. These are companies that, yeah, ESOPs. Uh, employee, what is it ESOP stands for? Stock owners that the the companies owned by the employees, they're called ESOPs. Look for those organizations. Uh, get out into the community. Go to. Do you have a local chamber of commerce?
7: Yes, I've been a part of several of those.
6: Sure. And how did you find that? How did that work out for you?
7: Uh, I think I got that through what Deanna and y'all. I think I heard the first time I heard about it was you with you guys, and so. Um, I did the one in A Leaf, uh, the Greater Houston Chambers of Commerce. It, it's several that I've been a part of. So yeah, I, I think I, I honestly, I think feel I, I want to get away honestly from corporate and just go back to my my desire of what God wants me to do. To be honest, with because um, well, when well, I look, mm hmm.
6: continued continue
7: oh no because i was just saying like as i look for other jobs it just make me sick to my stomach I, I i don't know how to explain it it's just a sickening feeling that i get and i'm just like why do you keep doing this when you're you you got so much more to offer um and so many other people
6: you can help have you done the standout assessment from marcus buckingham
7: no, I haven't touched it after all this stuff going on. Oh, actually, I have time today. What what, Jeff Jay said, I got time. <laughs> I got
6: time. You go to marcusbuckingham.com, and it analyzes what your strengths are, and they say, based on this strength, this is what role you need to be in to leverage your strengths. And have, who else on, the, on, the, on this call has done that? And tell Talisha what you experienced by doing that. I
1: found it, what it does is it, it really does help you narrow down, like, who you are. Like, it'll tell you if you are a connector teacher, or I'm just throwing, I'm just throwing connections out there. (laughs) And if you know that you are a connector teacher, it helps you when you approach anything that you do. So like, let's say I'm a helper, I'm a connector teacher, which means I'm going to, I'm going to, I love to teach. It's how I, it's how my light shines out, but I'm also a connector. So while I'm teaching, after, after I teach someone, I may break down. It's like, you know what? You should really contact Trinace. Trinace will be really good because she's great at this. And you two, I think you two will vibe real good because you got a good energy. Like, so, but if I didn't know that, then what comes naturally to me, what, what I was told as a kid I should not do, I would stop. So take that take that assessment. Look, Grace is a pioneer stimulator. That she is she's she will risk take risk. I don't I didn't read up what stimulator is, but I know as a pioneer she will take risk. So, but it, it lets you know who you are, and it 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 makes you more comfortable with walking into who you are because you have a better understanding of okay this is who I am. So now that I know who I am, I know how to approach the rest of my the rest of my purpose.
6: Great, great explanation. Grace, what do you got to say about
4: it? Uh, Yes, um, when I when you when you take the assessment and you get your results and you read about yourself, it's like, man, Marshall Buckingham got me tied to it. you know, they got me down to a science, you know? <laughs> He's like, you know, that's right. And you, and when you read about yourself, you don't think about it until you read it. You're like, yeah, I do do that. Yeah, that's me. And so when it said pioneer stimulator, I was like, what? You know, um, and it, it it goes through, it, it tells you in rank order your strength role. And it's the first two or what they tell you, you, you know, your, your true strengths really are. Um, and listen yeah th- th- okay i'll just read the pioneer and a the stimulator be like yeah that's me pioneers see the world as a friendly place where around every corner good things will happen their distinctive power starts with their optimism in the face of uncertainty stimulators are the hosts of others emotions they feel responsible for them for turning them around for elevating them and that is me okay because so because you will tell you if i feel something is it, then you're right and she'll say no but i will be i will leave it at that because um, and I'm like that with anybody. If you want me to know, you'll tell me. I don't prim and fry. And, no, come on. Tell me what you want. No, I'll do that. But when I feel that people are not happy, <laughs> they're not, you know, where they normally are, I get, I'm like, I, I start to get that same feeling. And I'm like, I don't want that feeling. And so we're going to get you out of this. So I don't feel that. Okay. <laughs> Except, you know, because I want people to be where they where they should be, where they want to be and not you know, in that bad mood. I I do that with my family all the time. When I feel like when my I feel my sister uh, it gets a little heated or whatever, I just be a little silent and let it let it pass. And then I start messing with her, talking to her, and then she's she's back at making jokes and all this kind of stuff. But yeah, it's it that that
6: assessment, it will really help. Me. Anybody else got anything they want to share who's done the assessment? Yeah, start there. First thing it does, it makes you feel good about you. So, quote that great philosopher, Porky Pig, dee, 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 dee. that's all, folks.
1: Thank you, Mr. Phil. Thank you, Ms. Susan Talisha. Uh, that was uh, kudos to you for asking the question. Another person um, you might want to reach out to is Ms. Adonia. She is the, well, for us, she is the HR person, but she she is the HR person that's for the people. So I would also reach out to her and ask her, I've only met two people that have been in human resources that was actually for the people of the company and not for the company.
3: Yeah, you know, know, I Yana, that. Oh, go ahead, Adonia. Well, no, I was just going to say, I
5: purposely didn't say anything because I do know how people feel about HR. But my thought is this, HR is a department. It's the people in the department that make or break it. So when you hear the word HR, people get, you know, throat start swallowing hard and whatever, because you do think, and, and technically, technically, It's built for the company, right? But it's really not. It's not supposed to be. And if you have a different mindset and emotional intelligence, I care. And because I care, I'm not a typical HR person, which trips people up a little bit. And I don't say that arrogantly. I say that very humbly. HR is supposed to make sure policy procedures are followed and blah, 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 blah. I get that. And there's a reason because companies have to function and want to make things legal and don't want to have the the problems and what have you. However, it's the people that are the humans that make the resources that get the companies what they need, right? They're the resources for the company. So I'm taking care of my resources, just like my kid. I'm going to take care of my kid if I want my kid to be a good human being. And so I tend to like human beings And I see the gift and the good things in human beings. So I treat them that manner. So I'm not different or special per se. I just know how people see HR and I want to ensure them when you come to me, and employees really do come to, to HR. That's not very often because, you know, people don't like to deal with us. But they don't come to HR. They come to a department that I happen to sit in because I'm the human being that they know will listen to them and try to guide them. I say that humbly. I'm not arrogant when I say that. I really do care about people. And if I can help a person because people help me along my way, that's my job. That's my job. All
6: right, Mr. Donya. And that's why when she goes out and puts her shingle out, her first client is going to be where she works now.
1: They gonna put they're gonna have her on her retainer. And she's gonna be like, oh, okay. Thank you. I appreciate
3: you. <laughs> oh, Trinita's oh, Trine- oh go ahead. I've been wanting to ask you this. Do you work from home or at location?
7: Well. I don't work there anymore. Okay. (laughs) But um, it was, it was supposed to be a hybrid situation Mm -hmm. where some uh, three days out the week in the office and two days at home, but because I I was still in the training part of it, they couldn't uh, let me do the hybrid situation. until I was fully trained, but we didn't make it that far.
3: Now I was thinking because, you know, there's so many other things that you want to do. Um, you might want to look for something that's a work from home.
7: That's so what that I you, was, saying, yeah,
3: so that you can still do this and the things that you want to do.
7: Thank you, Miss Susan. I was that was something that was rolling in my head. I was just like, what are some accounting jobs that are remote and you can work any state? You know what I mean? That's what I'm yeah, I'm geared towards yeah. and still be yes. able to do my business on the side. It has to be a full-time (laughs) mom. And have
6: a, a, why it's good to have something, because it's always easier to get another job when you already have one. Always easier to get another job when you already have one, because they ask you, you where'd you last work? I work here. You don't work there now. Why don't you work there now? And then you got to get into that conversation. I work here, and please don't contact them because I don't want them to know that I'm looking, I'm out looking. So when you have a job, that insulates you from them concept where you're working because that would take that would you know not work out well. So but, if you can get some some even part time job, so as you're looking for another opportunity. Also, do you know any other entrepreneurs around?
3: Yes, several. Because
6: they they all need accounting.
3: Well, the thing that I I said, Mm -hmm. the thing that you said that, you know, really stands out and for everyone, because, you know, you're working remotely, you have uh, the whole country to look at, you know, and there are great jobs out there um, working remotely. And so, you know, check,
2: start checking those. Definitely will. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Phil, as well. All right. Love it. Love it. But no, the great, wonderful asking questions. Wonderful asking questions. Um man, my brain, I just had a brain fart. Um Ah, okay here we go <laughs> so
1: thank you uh, first off thank you Talisha for your transparency thank you Trinace. thank you Chef Jay thank you Mr. Phil thank you Miss Susan thank you Miss Adonia thank all of y'all um one Antonio always said you haven't mastered it until you can teach it well hell I didn't know I needed to master it until I started teaching it. Let me tell y'all something, okay? <laughs> but no, I'm
2: loving it because in in talking with, so I had to do a few things in order to do this. First, I had to overcome my, my insecurities
1: to even get a topic to talk about.
2: Then I had to overcome my fears to even talk about it. And then I had to embrace who I am to be transparent and talk about it. Because there is no way I could do this. And all of these are inconsistencies. But instead of
1: me making these inconsistencies toxic in my life,
2: I decided to use the lessons that I've learned and grow from them. And that's, I read this book, I need
1: to get the one Mr. Phil said get, but um, the last astrology book you'll ever read. I need to get that one. But there's this book on astrology that I read and in
2: reading it, it made so much make sense to me. The universe has its own heartbeat. The ebb and flow, the ups and downs. And the universe has its heartbeat and we have ours. So we live day by day with
1: multiple inside of a heartbeat with our heartbeat, our inhale and exhale, as you would say. So just like the universe has its up and down. That's the wonderful thing about astrology. When you you sit and you study astrology, you actually learn a lot about yourself.
2: And you learn a lot about this beautiful, existence that god has created so the inconsistencies are just none other than the
1: downbeat of the heart the heartbeat if that makes sense you got your ups you got your downs your peaks and your valleys as mr spencer would put it which is a wonderful book if you have not read peaks and valleys it's about
2: this big but it will bust you in the back of your head Okay, peace and balance is wonderful. With that
1: being said, when you shift your perspectives on your mistakes and you don't consider your mistakes to be
2: deadly to your life, but a lesson to learn, if you
1: Take your mistakes and the inconsistencies, and you learned from them. Like, okay, what is the lesson that I need to learn from this? Okay, cool, got it. Let me not do that again. There's one thing that Antonio taught me that when it comes up, it's like, duh, like, yeah, that makes sense. Or or when I remember it, I'm like, okay, just remember, you just made a wrong turn. We were driving to an event, it was one of Hockley's Christmas events. And we were, meeting, we were meeting the U-Haul so we can follow the U-Haul because Antonio was recording. And I made a wrong turn. Now, mind you, this wrong turn that I took would have taken us to where we, well, it wouldn't have taken us to where we needed to go. It was a detour. But I thought that turn would lead out to where we were going. When that all that turn did was take me from this point of the street and it did this And just connected me further up. So I took the long way. He was like, why don't you just turn back around? He's like, it's a shorter distance. If you turn back around to get back on the path than it is to keep going down this path just to get back to the path you were already on.
2: Always teaching.
1: (laughs) Always. So I say that to tell you all. When you make a wrong turn, it's okay. It's not a mistake. You just made a wrong turn. Go ahead and you turn and go back to where you started. And just keep moving
2: forward from there. And that sounds like the easiest thing in the world to do. But when you got time today, nope. When they got you messed up, nope. Houston is the city of U-turns. Let me tell you something.
1: Literally, Houston is the city of U-turns. And Talisha, Trinace, and Chef J—they live in Houston too, different parts of Houston. Because you know, you from Sugarland. They one one of them is up there somewhere. <laughs> like humble or something i can't remember <laughs> but they out there <laughs> and tracy tracy's in houston
2: too so those three women are local and i think it would be great if all four y'all would like you know go have a lunch i think that'd be awesome y'all learn a lot from each other
6: the whole lot
1: go ahead mr phil
6: you mentioned astrology
1: yes that book oh i do have that book now i forgot I, I i purchased it thank you that's the one that's a good one antonio read it i need to read it i actually need to finish a book but oh and uh and who wrote uh, it's
6: a personal friend of mine so i met him in 1974 Yeah. Thank you.
7: Who was
6: the author? Ron Watson. It's called The Greatest Story Never Told. It's it's psychology, philosophy, and and theology all in one. It talks about how they all connect with each other.
1: Thank you for sharing that, Mr. Phil. (laughs) Grace, no, we don't mind traveling. Oh, and Don and I have set a schedule So we will start our reading today. So we can
2: have our let's study a book with the Sorrentinos. (laughs) Look, he
6: he
1: saw the book and he was like, is it a lot of words? I'm like, little boy, I said, I will read it to you, okay?
6: (laughs) Well, get it, have a notebook get a notebook and let him have his own notebook and put a date in. By the way, other people may not know what we're talking about.
1: Oh, yes. So, Mr. Phil recommended that Don and I, well, oh, that's not what I was looking to do. There it is, there it is. How to think like Leonardo da Vinci the seven steps to genius every day. And he, rec- Mr. Phil, recommended that me and Don read it. And then we get with Mr. Phil and Miss Susan and we have our own little Let's Study a Book together because Mr. Phil would uh, like Don's perspective on it. Thank you for the notebook idea because I actually kind of sort of pushed. Some journaling on Don, not not to you're gonna do this, but I recognized that he was going through some things that I he couldn't put into words to tell me. So I told him just write it down. I would say write down why you got angry, and also for me so I could take a peek in his brain. So mommy, <laughs> what was going on? <laughs> and then he also um we did a full moon ceremony uh with Antonio via zoom with everyone and he sat right next to me he meditated with me he took his little journal and he wrote out the stuff that he wanted to let go of so i'm i'm pushing him i'm not pushing but i'm getting him to write write out more so thank you for that i'm actually going to go get him his own little person.
6: tell them what made me tell them what made me suggest this book to you what happened you remember
1: no, I don't remember. Please remind me.
6: What did he get? What what award did he get last year?
1: Oh, he, last year he received an award for, the no, year before that it was for being the best artist. And last year, I forgot which one it was. Science.
6: Oh, yeah. Thank you. And the person that I know that's taken science and art together is Leonardo da Vinci. So just when you, when you sit down in the book, just having him go through the book and what I do with the book, when I get a book, I look at the index, I read the index. And then I, well, first of all, I look at the table of content and I read that. Then I go back and look at the index and read that. And that kind of gives me an overall look at what the book's like. Mm-hmm. But tell him this notebook he's going to create. He'll have it for the rest of his life if he wants it. Because that's what we're going to do. And just have him flip through it. Don't don't give him any agenda. Just have him flip through it and say, what stood out? What did you see when you did it? Thank you.
2: Thank you very
1: much. And the way you look at it, I never thought to look at a book how you look at it. And now I'm like, wait a minute, that makes sense. Ooh. Oh, sorry. I got distracted. (laughs) Squirrel. (laughs) Squirrel. Come on, shoddy
7: things. (laughs) Come
1: on, shoddy things. It has pictures. Like, like, I did this before, but I I, I just kind of skid through, but i like, this is awesome. Oh, there's drawings. Oh, he's going to love this. A simple starting point. Actual drawing. Oh, he's gonna love it. Okay, I'm fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, Uncle Ronnie Rose. You're
6: muted. No, I was speaking for you. I digress. You know, oh, like, thank you. Uh,
1: <laughs> thank you. Yeah, we're so we're gonna have fun with this. I both of us, and you know what? It would be a it would be an exciting journey to actually read a book with him of this caliber. And to have him write out his thoughts on it. And then I'm I'm going to go get both of us our own little, you know, designer journals. Uh, it'll be a big deal to me. Him, probably not so much. But get our own little personal designer journals to go with the book. So that way we both have our own little journal. And that would be that. That's
6: Yeah, that's- on, on the cover, on the cover, the subtitle is Seven Steps to Genius Every Day. Yes. And then it says, "By captivating the very essence of Dvartsy's life and genius, Michael Gelba guides us in a discovery and understanding of the boundless of our own human full potential power."
1: Oh yeah, this oh that was from Deepak Chopra. Oh wow! So yeah, we're gonna have fun. yeah, <laughs> we're gonna have fun with this. But this, and so thank you, Mr. Phil, for bringing that up because this leads me to shifting perspectives. See, if I would have, I'm going to speak for myself. As a mom, I question myself daily. There's inconsistencies in being a parent, period. And so I have to, the mistakes that I have made raising him, I have to, have to shift my perspective on those because I was when I was teaching him and the things that he learned and learned indirectly directly and indirectly from me were doing the stages that I was growing while raising him so for me to even be to a point where I'm even willing to read this book with him is me stepping back and saying okay because I used to read with my mom but we used to read side by side with our own books we never like actually read a book together well when she picked up on the fact that I was reading over her shoulder and the books that she was reading I should not have been reading over her shoulder uh <laughs> so she bought me my own books so I could start reading over her shoulder. <laughs> Let me tell y'all something. Them polyquin books, Whoop! As a kid, my brain was like, what did she just say? Oh
2: my, oh, oh, I'm not supposed to read this. I'm not supposed to read this, but I can't stop. Okay. <laughs> but um, it showed when you have if you when you have compassion for yourself. Your actions reflect your thoughts. I think so
1: highly of Mr. Feel that I'm definitely going to do this with
2: Don. But if I was a control freak when it came to my son, we'd do it on my terms.
1: Not only that, he would Don would not be open to it because I would've pushed him away from it. Cause it would've been like, we're gonna do this and we're gonna do that. But when I came at him, I came at him like, hey, Mr. Phil, the book came in that Mr. Phil and Miss Susan. And, 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 and he's smiling, he's like, okay. Of course he was on his tablet at the time. So I had like 20% of his attention. Um, Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, and, look, and I was like, oh, look, I even did this. I was like, look at all the pictures. And he was like, oh, okay, mommy. But I was like, hey, we're going to do this together, okay? Because you're mommy's genius.
2: He's like, okay, mommy. He said, can you just read it to me, though? I was like, yes, mommy can read it to you. But if I lived in the inconsistencies of parenthood, we wouldn't even have this book. If I lived in the mistakes that I made and I did not shift my perspective, that conversation would have went a lot different. I had to have compassion for myself as a parent so that I can
1: show compassion, not even as a parent. I had to have compassion for myself as a human being in order for me to even show compassion to my eight-year-old
2: kid and not force on him and make something unfun for him. My daughter don't like me reading to
1: her anymore. She feels like she's grown out of that state. She'd rather read it herself. Then you can start a book club. You buy the same book she reading. And be like, you know what? Mommy wants to read this book with you. So I'm gonna go get me a copy. And you will get your copy. And we'll talk about chapter one at the end of the week. How about that? I wish Don would read, but he... He is definitely a techno kid, technology kid. Cause
2: I'm like, "Oh, read this book." He's like, "Mommy, it has too many words." And I'm like, "What do you mean,
7: too many words?" Uh, Miss oh. Deanna, Diana, have you seen? Have y'all seen the commercial with the uh, Hooked on Phonics, where the uh, oh, the, the mom is trying to get her children to read, and so the little girl asked the mom, she's like. Mom, how do you pronounce this word? Right, and the mom was just like, um, "Why don't you sound it out?" Right. So the girl gets to the computer. She's like, "Alexa, how do you say this?" The mom got so upset, she ripped the computer out of the thing and threw the computer outside. She was like, "We cannot have this, Alexa. You gonna ask Alexa to sound it out for you?"
1: Don has all out. Don has been having
2: conversations via text message before he learned how to read. And I was wondering how I was getting
1: these text messages from him. I mean, full out sentences, correct spelling and all that. I'm like, oh, I'm I'm sitting here being a proud mama, like, okay, cool, baby. No. I've sat here and watched him have a full conversation with people. But that's a still. That's a still make you, that's a make you. <laughs> it does it does now because now when he has a full conversation he understands the words like the spelling of them and everything because I'll, I'll hear him because he he does the voice to text so i'll hear him say something and, it, I'm, and i'll be like who are you talking to is your video on is your microphone on?" he's like no mommy i'm texting i was like oh okay <laughs> but now what he does is he'll he'll say the word and if it doesn't come out if it doesn't come out like because of his pronunciation he'll say hey mom can you spell this for me and I'll tell him sound it out and so he'll go he'll and he'll say it while he's talking to see how it's spelled out and then I I recognize he goes back later but that's how if I was stuck and living in my insecurities that would have been a problem for me. I would have shut it down. I'd be like, nope, you gotta do this. You gotta do it this way. But him learning his way. We pulled up to, we pulled up to to park somewhere and he read the parking sign. I'm like, okay. And I know I didn't teach him, but he sounded it out. He sounded it out as he was talking. Your insecurities make your mistakes seem insurmountable. I think that's the right word. I think I used the right word. And when you live in that, it becomes
6: toxic for you.
1: Mr. Phil, I see you unmuted. Go ahead.
6: Every summer in grade school, I had to take reading because I'm ADD and dyslexic. And way back then when I was in grade school, they didn't even know what it was. So literally every summer I had to go to reading I had to take reading in, in the summer because I'm ADD and dyslexic. And they had no idea what to do with that.
1: Wow. I'll ask off camera. <laughs> no, because I've been picking up some things with Don that I've, I've, I've noticed. It doesn't bother him. But I don't know if it bothers him because I never asked him about it. And I didn't want to drop a seed of insecurity in him without first.
6: Well, first of all, ADD, being ADD is not a de- de- deficit. We're hunter gatherers in a farmer's world. So we you become entrepreneurs, criminals, lawyers, policemen, firemen, race car drivers, we like the we like the action, we like we like the endorphins. We'll pull the pigtail of the girl in front of us just to make a noise because we're, our, our serotonin levels are dropping and we need something to re-stimulate us. Hmm. So we we're we
4: we're,
6: we're hunter-gatherers in a farmer's world. You know, farmers are planting in the spring, maintaining the summer, harvesting the fall. We're going, man, this is going too slow for me. I got to do something to shake this up. So they've they've relabeled it and they've re they've looked at it in a different way. So it's not a deficit. It's not a disorder. We're just different than, than the hunter gathered people.
1: Gotcha. Thank you. He he also well yeah because uh, I noticed in his
2: vocabulary last year when he's spelling words he leaves out the vowel. And some some letters he flips.
1: But when I look at it, for some reason in my head, it makes sense why he wrote it that way. I know he spelled it wrong. The teacher marked it wrong. But in my head, it makes sense because when he sounded it out, that's what it sounded like. So that's what he wrote down. But he leaves out vowels and he flips letters.
6: I literally went to my teacher once and ask, how do you spell the, T-H-A-E, it doesn't look right. The, know how to spell T-H-E, but the, T-H-A, that doesn't look right. So how do you spell the? I, ask, I remember asking my teacher that.
1: You just made something else make sense to me. Thank you so much. Because he will ask me how to spell the little words. Like, he asked me how to spell the one time. And I was like, you know how to spell it. Like it was one of his words on his vocabulary test that on his spelling test that he actually passed. But when he came to me, he was like, can you spell it for me? I was like, sound it out. And he was like, T-H-A. I'm like, no. He's like, I was like, okay, thank you. You have made so much make sense for me. Thank you so much. Now Now I have a better way to approach him with that. Thank you. Thank you very much, Mr. Phil. Cause I I just I just noticed it. I just picked, I noticed things looking at his his and as the year progressed, he started missing more words. And I knew they were, and I I knew they were words he knew because we went through the whole flashcard situation. Like we did like over a hundred flashcards just for him to so, but thank you. But I want to I want to thank each and every one of you for joining me on this morning. I will see you all tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning, we will be talking about. Uh oh. I'm going to give you a topic, Grace.
2: Tomorrow morning, we will be discussing overcoming fear of failure, the role in, and the role of resilience. Probably get through those two. But, Grace, you want to tell us what's going on tonight?
4: I'm about to pass it to one of the greatest
2: teachers, Mr. Phil. <laughs> Mr. Phil, what we do today?
6: <laughs> we're going to be finishing The Politics of Love by by uh, Marianne Williamson. And we're going to tell, I, I gave them a sign in last week. How many times did you see Marianne Williamson this last week? Was it in Facebook? Was it in Instagram? Was it in, we asked that. And this is to be again, the choice before us. So we're in the last chapter of the book, and then we're going to decide what book we're going to do next. And I'm 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 voting for Return to Love. That's her that's her interpretation of A Course in Miracles, but that's my vote for tonight. But come come with what book we're gonna do next next. We'll, we'll let the group decide.
2: Sweet. That's
4: at 5:30 uh, central, 6:30 eastern, 3:30 Pacific. And then at 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, we have the Humor Consultant Show, a.k.a. Wins and Challenges, where we celebrate each other's wins and then help each other with our challenges so that they can turn into wins for the next week. Come on, and Talisha, can you be on the call tonight with Wins and Challenges? Yes, I, I definitely
6: will. I was just texting uh, Deanna to find
7: out how do like, you know, I get on and so we're, yes, i just talking about that. If you that. don't awesome. mind, I, I
6: want you to report what you got. You, you did your standout assessment. what do you think of your standout assessment?
7: Okay. At your, at def- your
6: At your assignment for the call tonight. I
7: definitely will. Thank okay. you. All right,
1: everyone. Oh, so what Antonio had been telling you guys, he had a meeting that he had to fly out to. So send him some positive energy and positive vibes because he is wrecking it in a good way thank you all so much for joining me this oh yes ma'am miss grace
4: Uh, last thing if you have not gotten your tickets to august 17th okay august 17th event uh i have i know i got the link somewhere i just can't uh remember where i put it what i did with it um (laughs) you got a d (laughs)
1: hello i'm pulling it up now give me one second it's
4: online so you don't have to travel to texas if you want to just come see us come on but it's online you know it's an online event and you can register for it today
1: um i said here's the link right here
0: Everyone, like
1: exploring that's it. Exploring oh, alignment. Yes. Conference. Thank you, Grace. Come
4: on, Grace. Exploring alignment conference. Uh, go ahead and get your tickets. It's only forty nine bucks. Okay. Uh, go go read the description. It, it the first I think two sentences got me. I was like, yeah, I gotta be there. Okay. So oh, you yeah. you 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 don't want to miss this one. And if you know people, say you know what, so and so needs to be at, at this event too tell them hey come on come on you come to this event with me it's online so you don't have you you don't have to leave home if you don't want to okay nope. so if you want to be a friend and pay for their tickets you can but if you was like hey come on it's only $49 come on <laughs> so whatever you want to do but come on to this event I heard Romy Rome and some other people already got their tickets already so they hey they're ahead of the game they ready okay so go ahead and get your tickets
1: and we will see you there Yes. And not only that, you get the video for lifetime. So not only do you get to experience it in person, but you, but you can also take the video with you. So if you need to go back and you need to watch it again, you can go back and watch it again. You can go back, you know, if you ever need like a surge of inspiration or a surge of energy, or you just need a reminder, you can go back to you now a, a private conference link will be provided 72 hours before the event again it's on august 17th i need to update my calendar august 17th is on a sunday august 17th is on a sunday oh and also before we hang up i want to put this out there uh today just in case um mr phil miss susan we need we need your cash out tomorrow's mr phil's birthday Woo. so okay. miss, there's mr phil miss susan make sure y'all send either me or grace your cash out so we can post it up because tomorrow is august 1st that's it Tomorrow's mr that's phil's birthday and grace's comes 11 days after that that's it the august 17th is a thursday it's a thursday what
4: calendar it's, it's a Thursday. i don't know what
1: <laughs> it's on a thursday oh girl i'm all the way in september no wonder why mm. yeah it's, yeah, yeah, it's a september. thursday y'all <laughs> well we thank all of you thank you chef Jay. I see that yes yes ma'am mr nace it is online so you can either uh come in person or be online but come and if you have someone around you, I, I've noticed that you can, as I become a little more aware in things, I notice that you know the people around you who would be open
2: to a conversation like this. Those are the people you invite. Don't do to them what others did to you, which is when they become
1: A certain level of awareness they just like shove it in your face like you should do this you should do this you should do that don't do that to them because you're excited
2: go with what spirit tells you and spirit will let you know when it's time and be like hey you you should come to this with me and purchase a ticket for them purchase a ticket for them because if you leave it
1: up to them they ain't gonna do it y'all remember how we started off y'all remember how we all started off We, we ain't too brand new. And that's one of those, that's one of those things of when you have self, when you have, um, self-compassion, you show compassion to others. So when they say, girl, I ain't doing that, then you will be a little bit more to, you know what you show, right? It's okay. I'll catch you on the next one, but thank you all so much for joining us. You can plant better. You can Dominate. Love you all. See you tonight at 5 30 p.m. Central, 6 30 Eastern, 4 30 Pacific. Bye. Love you more. Love you more. <laughs>